If you're tired of bad news, if you need some positivity, if you want to support small businesses, then welcome to Happy Grateful Blessed with Kaysville's own mayor, Tammy Tran. Here, you'll get to see the best of humanity from within Utah's hidden gem, Kaysville City. Every month, you'll discover small businesses, hear unique and incredible stories, and understand the difference you make in this wonderful city. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy Grateful Blessed with Tammy Tran. Today I'm here with Jan Sherman, owner of Rickles Food Truck. Jan, thanks so much for being here. I'm happy to be here. So fun. I'm really glad that you're able to come talk to me. And I'm sorry I'm kind of congested. So <laughs> you, you look great and you sound great. Just tell me your story. Tell me why you guys started a food truck. Uh, well, we started a food truck because I had, I had been with the post office for 23 years, and Rick is a mental health therapist. And he got kind of, and I'd been with the post office for 23 years, and I found that my full-time job was getting in the way of my part-time job as a photographer. Oh, that's right. You also right. owned the photo. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, so I left the post office. Okay. and. Um, and about the time I left the post office, I had a studio in Bountiful. And Rick and I, as if he was a therapist, we were sharing a waiting room. Oh, smart. And, which it was smart. Um, and he really, he loved being a therapist. He loves, um, he loved the chronically ill. He hated personality disorders. Don't, don't give him one of those. But he <laughs> loved like bipolars and schizoaffective. He loved those guys. Um, but he hated insurance companies. Oh, okay. And when you when you're a private therapist, mm-hmm. it is so hard to get someone to do your billing and to yeah. get reimbursement. And as the years progressed, we found he was working he was doing more face to faces every week and making less money. Oh, really? Because of the insurance Because billing? insurance company and so with, with insurances when you're a therapist, let's say reimbursement was okay, back then let's say a hundred he, he was charging a hundred dollars mm-hmm. an hour. And if re- copay was ten and reimbursement was, say, 40, he oh, had no way to collect the other 60 oh, really? or 50. Okay. I can't even do math. Okay. <laughs> and so, um, and also kind of in 2008 was when everything kind of tanked mm-hmm. and people look at um, mental health as a disposable thing. They did back then. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sadly. Well, we've gotten better, hopefully. I hope um, so. But he said to, when... When we moved over here onto Main Street, um, we sold our house and moved over here, and I opened a studio over here, and at the same time, he said, would you care if I closed up my private practice? And I said, I don't, I don't care. But that's one thing we've always done is been very supportive of whatever. Whatever you yeah. used to do. That's great. And um, so he says, would you care if I went back to school and got my MBA? And I said, whatever floats your boat, okay? Right. <laughs> he loves school. That's great. And so um, so he closed up his private practice and went back to school and got his MBA. And that guess that was before 2008 because he graduated in 08, right, when everything. Just tanked, huh? <laughs> yeah. What was his MBA in? Business. Oh, business. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he had one as a therapist and then a master's as a therapist and then his MBA. And uh, so we have a son that lives in Portland. And Nick said one time, he goes, because Rick was real frustrated, um, but yeah. my photography business was thriving. Was it? That's and, great. And so, and that made me feel good. It always makes you feel good when you 
can start something from a grassroots effort and you, grow it. and you just grow it and and you take pride in the fact that it's taking care of you mm-hmm. and, and I mean there was just a lot of joy in my heart because of that um and so um my our son said why don't you guys open a food truck and at the time there weren't any food trucks I mean there were taco carts and that's about it yeah they kind of had a big boom all at mm-hmm. once didn't yeah they? and and so so when we got ours Rick designed it and stuff um, we grew up in pizza. Um, we met at Robentino's. He worked there and I did work too. And so we thought, well, let's do pizza. That's what we know. Mm-hmm. So we tried sense. that for about six months. And pizza's hard when you've got, even though he was doing delicious pizza like Robentino's would serve, when you've got little Caesars right there. For $5 yeah. or even cheaper, maybe. Um, yeah. So he was ready to throw the towel in and he wanted to sell the trailer. And I said, no, no, let's just try something different. So he, he said Phillies. spirit, huh? Yeah. And uh, so that's how we landed on Phillies. We did, did you, did you come up with your months. Did you come up with your own recipe for those? Yeah, ri- they're you, all, okay. Rick's, all Rick's recipes. Um, yeah, he's, and that's why Nick said, open a food truck. He goes, Dad is such a good cook. Oh, okay. I mean, neither one of us had any. You know, we're not chefs by any stretch of the but, imagination. But loves to cook. And I certainly... Um, have a a real respect for people that are actual chefs and me too. people that have called me Chef Jan or something like that. I always go, uh, no, no, <laughs> just Jan. But you are your food's good, <laughs> so it it's is really good. good. But we're not we're not trained in the culinary world, gotcha. other than life experience. And so, um, so we opened the food truck, and uh, luckily where we live, we are zoned commercial with a residential permit. Oh, that's right. Yes. You're on Main Street. Mm-hmm. And so so here we could have our commissary there. We had my photography studio oh, and we had Rickles. I mean, all three things were right there. That, that, is that nice. drive to work was horrible. You know, it was oh, just yeah. horrible dr- walking out there to the driveway. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so. So much planning. <laughs> so much. So much, What to wear. Right. <laughs> and so um, Rick had taken a job with AT&T. And um, so I was running the trailer for lunch in the driveway. In the driveway. And I did have some people that worked for me because as a photographer, you we live in Utah. There's lots of weddings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, so we did have people work for us, but we were stationary for five years. Really? Just out of your dr- just out driveway, of the driveway, basically? Just open for lunch. Yeah, Monday through Friday. That's incredible for and five years. And the people years. of Kaysville supported us. Um, ah, yeah, really supported us. They were really good to us. So then I would do photography in the evening, and then, you know, Rick was at AT&T all day. So I started just getting all these phone calls saying, hey, can you bring your trailer here? Can you bring your trailer there? You know, at the time, we didn't even have anything to tow it with because it was just stationary in the driveway. Yeah. Okay. And and so, because we have a sewer clean out and everything on the driveway, so we didn't have to move it. Oh. Um, Which was just happened. Yeah, that was luck. Anyway, um, so I, I talking to Rick one day and I said, you know, honey, I says, I think we're missing some opportunities. I go, maybe you need to quit your job. At and, AT&T? Uh-huh. Yeah. And he came home that day and he had quit his job. Oh, he really did? <laughs> he really did. You're kidding. I'm not. He, his last day at AT&T was June 5th and our first traveling gig was June 6th. You guys are pretty so, amazing. Um, well, leap of faith. He's 
I mean, I feel like he's, I'm much more cautious than he is. I feel really? like, um, I feel like we both approach life so differently. We approach it the same way we get in the ocean. You know, he mm -hmm. bay watches in <laughs> and I sit and, you know, put water on my legs and my arms and work my way in. Yeah. Um, and he reminded me one time though, he said, because I gave him that analogy. And he uh -huh. said, yeah, but you body surf as well as I do. Oh, so, once you're both in, you're all in. Yeah, we're all in. And so, um, so yeah, so he quit his job and we started to travel. And we are right now, and it was not going to change anytime soon, we are the oldest owner-operated food truck. In, really, in the area? In, 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 in the four counties I go in. Oh, really? I would say probably in Utah. Um, there are trucks that are um, a little bit older than us, but they are not owner-operated, okay. like Waffle Love. Oh, okay. They're franchised or yeah, something? Yeah, and they okay. just have kids that work them. Oh, and, and you, so, whereas I You work actually the work the trailers. I work the trailers. So you're yeah. in it? In it. And cooking the food? Cooking the food, making all the sauces. So it was something we were doing together, and mm -hmm. um, it was mostly in the evening because it was summer when we first started. And I'll be honest, I, I was rather... Mm. I was rather resentful of the trailer at times. Really? Because it interfered with my photography business. Oh, yeah. And, I can imagine. Uh, and I guess I just never felt like it was my, my gig. Really? Even though? Even though we did it together and even though I was in there during and, the lunch, uh -huh. you know. And um, I just never really felt. It was Rick's thing. Yeah. And uh, so I was a little bit resentful. And okay, a whole lot resentful. But yeah. I never really voiced it. Mm, okay. Um, I think he sensed it. And then when Rick got sick, oh, that's interesting. The first time we traveled was June 6th, seven years ago, June 6th. And Rick got sick June 6th, three years ago. I had oh. never even put those dates. But really? That's the same date. The same date? That's interesting. Oh, my gosh. Huh. And so, um, so little by little, I mean, I had had a 20-year run in photography. Um, that's a pretty good run. But but you loved it, it and sounds like. And I did like. love it. And you probably and, still do. Um, well, it's like I it's like my brain's a computer. It's mm -hmm. like when because I still do family and friends. But sometimes when I'm setting up and I'm kind of looking at my flashes and I'm looking at the back of my camera and it's like my brain deleted the files. Oh really? <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so um my I go to therapy and my therapist said, maybe visualize yourself putting those files on a flash drive. Oh good. Then and you then can you can them. plug it back in. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so haven't tried it yet. She suggested that last time we talked. That's but, a good idea. Um but yes, I still do love photography and I'm so grateful for um learning in film because I started in film and I was a hard sell on digital. Uh, That's great. There are bloody footprints somewhere dragging me into the world In, into the, <laughs> of digital. <laughs> and um, and so I'm grateful for that opportunity to have learned in film and because film is true. Yeah. And, and it sounds like when it's, you've got to get the shot, it's it, when it's film, what can you do? Right, right exactly. You get it or <laughs> and you don't. So, so I truly appreciated that about, about photography, about film. But anyway, um, so we're just... Was I'm slowly just kind of letting the photography business just go a little bit. Not really, not really advertising. Okay. Um, still had my sign up in mm -hmm. the front yard. Um, Did you ever get to the point where you told Rick, hey, no, uh, no, no. And it's been okay. It just kind of worked been, itself yeah, out. Yeah, it worked itself out. And um, when he got sick, that was when it worked itself oh, out. Oh, okay. And so I realized when Rick got sick, okay, he got sick on June 6th in. 2019 
um, with acute necrotizing pancreatitis. Yeah. And I know you know this, but I'll say it. Right, um, but I still... He, he's not even supposed to be here. I mean, and it took him down for the count. And, and that was really, really scary. And when he quit A&T, AT&T, we let our insurance go. Oh, and shoot. then um, our daughter put together this fundraiser and the people in Kaysville yeah. came out by the droves. I mean, it, oh, it was, it was, I don't, I don't really like to use the word humbling because I've never really thought we were proud people and humbling, you always think. And someone said the other day that their that word for being humble is being vulnerable. Vulnerable. I agree. That's and, what I associated with. And I thought, with. oh my gosh, that's what it was. Because yeah. when all those, I mean, we figured in three hours time, there were 11 food trucks, plus that a guy set up laser tag on the lawn with all these big things to hide behind, plus the silent auction going on and stuff. Um, what the food trucks told us is around 2,000 people ate. Really? And, That's incredible. And when you think you've kind of, <laughs> kind of slid under the radar. Mm-hmm. You kind of think you've, you know, yeah. Don't look at us, <laughs> right? And then you find out you haven't. Is a yeah. very vulnerable feeling. Mm-hmm. And I would have been happy that day. Um, I mean, when I walked out and saw the masses, I just wanted to turn around, and go back in the house. But just tell me when it's over, and I'll come out and clean up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but that was wonderful. And um, That's after really neat. after many many doctors and being, you know kind of preparing for him to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, he did have a life-saving surgery on August 9th. And, and is, is he... He's not normal he, now. He's not... Comp- no, okay. he never will be. It's just... It's, is it considered remission? No, because it's not cancer. Oh, okay. Um, his pancreas is still dying. Okay. It's just not infected. So is it sort of a pause sort of <sighs> situation where you just... It's kind of a pause. Um, but you know, now he's diabetic and that comes okay. with the whole, because oh. pancreas does your insulin and so yeah. many other things. You just never want to make that pancreas angry. Oh gosh. No, I call it a pancreas because <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and, uh, and so, um, when he got sick, we were on our way to Gallivan Center and he turned for food truck Thursday. He turned around and came home, was admitted within 45 minutes. That's incredible. And we were, that was on a Thursday. We were supposed to be leaving for San Diego on Saturday for a week. Oh, okay. Um, to kind of gear up for food truck season. Really? You know, let's yeah. just have a week off. Relax. Go relax. And so it's not like I had to worry about the trailer for a week. Hmm. So he came home against doctor's orders. Because he hates hospitals. I mean, really. It just, he, gets, he got ICU delirium where he went psychotic. Really? I'm not familiar with that. It's a real thing. I never knew about it either till he did it. But he thought they were trying to kill him. Oh, you're kidding. He had IVs in both arms and he got up and ripped them out. Oh. And um, he had his CPAP machine, which he doesn't need anymore now. Um, so the pancreas did one thing, I guess. He um, got rid of that. He thought they had put poison in it. So he dumped it out. And you're and kidding. He thought I had left a car in the parking lot for, for him. him to escape. Yes, for him to escape. So they call me, and his room looked like a murder scene because of the blood everywhere. Oh my um, gosh! So I came over, and that was on his second night in the hospital. So I spent the <laughs> so I spent the night with him after that, and they had to put an alarm on his bed 
because so, Sophie got out of bed, an alarm went off in the nurse's station. But That's Rick said, he goes, awful. you know what it did? He says, it gave me such a, an even deeper appreciation and such compassion and empathy, he goes, for my psychotic patients oh, right. that I had had. He goes, because let me tell you, it is real. When you are in it, he goes, it's a real thing. And I thought for sure they were trying to kill me. And they really? had left me this escape car and... Yeah. That's incredible. Uh, yeah. How long was. did it last? Were they able to give him um, medication? The, they adjusted some medication. Did they? Okay. And, um, and so anyway, so we came home and the first time, and then we're headlong into food truck season. And our truck is a full-size pickup, extended cab, and the trailer is Can you 27 feet. And it's 14,000 pounds. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think that's with the truck, too. It's 14. I don't know. Um, and I was, ter- I was terrified. I had never driven it. So the I'm, first time I drove it, it was scary. First time I drove it was to Fruit Heights. So piece of cake, four miles, pull onto the grass. You know, I was still <laughs> terrified. Go forward. Yeah. I'd, nobody asked me to back up, um, which I still can't do. Um, <laughs> and then the next day, when I think about... This one of the scariest places, nerve wracking, not really scary, but nerve wracking places to drive a food truck when it's your only your second time driving it uh-huh. would be LDS Hospital. And that's where I had to go. You're so kidding. Up through the avenue. You're kidding. No. Oh, that would be, that would scare me. And to be quite honest, I don't even remember getting there. I looked at my grandson who was with me and I go, well, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to pray the whole time. <laughs> and, uh, oh, and, and the event went great with just me and Cooper, and it was super busy. And I thought, you know what? I've got this. Good for you. And so then <clears throat> as time went on, you know, another week goes by, I started to realize that I was basically, when Rick was in the trailer, I was basically just an employee. I showed up for work. Oh, okay. That's all I did. Okay. And I then realized how much he was doing mm-hmm. that I had never really thought about. Got and um, all the shopping, all the food prep, and I merely showed up to work. I see. And um, so I had to apologize. So, <laughs> so it changed your perspective completely. Oh, every, everything changed. And um, I don't want to cry, but um, the, oh, gosh. I had a breakdown in the truck, and Rick said, I really need you in something that's a little better than what you're driving. Really? And he says, if you're going to do this, because he was... He wasn't able to do it. He was incapacitated. Yeah. Um, so he, we got a newer truck, and it was so hard for me to let go of that blue truck. Really? Because it had seen so many tears and, really? and so, so many prayers were said in that truck while I was driving. And that's me. Um, oh gosh. And so it took, when he, when we got, we call our trucks by their colors. So when we got black, um, <laughs> I didn't really want to like it. I didn't even want to like the truck. Really? And, and so, I mean, I was apologizing to blue and, <laughs> <laughs> and having this emotional connection, this emotional connection with this truck, and uh, and Blue let me know it was okay. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and and so then Black and I really bonded, Did and you? and the trailer and I bonded. That's and it. oh gosh, I um uh, I love the truck and trailer. I love them. We're such good friends. That's great. Um, I mean, they take me to such cool places, and I get to meet so many people. And 
Um, if we didn't have a f- when when Rick was in the food truck, and we were at say at a big rally with other food trucks, I stayed in the trailer, and Rick would go visit because most of them are men, okay. and so he'd go visit with the sense. other owners. And um, when he got sick, I thought, oh, I got to do that now. Now you, you know, need to be the social I thought, do they really want to listen to me? You know, what do I have to offer? Oh. And um, that food truck family rallied around me. I bet they did. Oh, my gosh. They have been, even still, three years later, when we pull in somewhere and if I have to back up, there's three food truck owners there going, okay, hop out, Jan. I'll really? do it. I'll okay. <laughs> I love that. Uh, because the truck and I, the trailer and the truck have been in an L shape more times <laughs> than I want to even admit to, okay? <laughs> But for funny. I am totally fine with not being able to do something that mm-hmm. a man does quite naturally, and that is back a trailer up. <laughs> I am fine with that too. We were at Lake Powell in side story, and I was pulling the truck and the trailer in, and I couldn't, I couldn't get it to, I couldn't get it. And finally, the guy that was a ranger, he said, "Get out of the truck," because <laughs> I was holding everybody up, and I was oh, so yeah. flustered. Well, especially when people awful. were waiting on you. Yes, it was so embarrassing. I had tried to back our boat trailer up too. And oh, it's so hard. So I've known for a long time this was not my skill set. That's you know? neat, though, that they rallied around you. Oh my gosh, and they yes. still do. Probably, oh, and they still do. They're they are also, and I got so I wasn't really. Um, they would ask about Rick, and I go, oh, "Yeah, he's okay," you know, like that. Mm-hmm. And then a, a truck owner said to me, she goes, you know, I do these updates every once in a while. And um, they ended up going out to about 350 people. Oh, okay. And um, anyway, I got so I wasn't sending, you know, because things were the same. Mm-hmm. So and, no updates. Yeah. And she said, we were talking one time. She goes, you know, if you don't tell us how he's doing, then he slips to the back. Oh. She says, and we want to keep him at the forefront. So that our thoughts and and good wishes and pr- whatever you want to call it, can, the light can be going to Rick. She goes, so don't ever think you're a bother telling us he's doing crappy. Oh, because then really, he, that's then he stays up front where he needs to be, and uh, and so it's made me kind of look at it differently mm-hmm. rather than um, yeah, kind yeah. of the difference between serving and being served. Mm-hmm. Yes, and yes, yes, that's neat, and and so and. And, you know, we all serve others so easily and so graciously. Right. And it's hard to accept. It, oh, like when you're on that other end, it is the most uncomfortable. It's just, yeah. It's it is. Just awful. But then it's so neat, isn't it? Oh, it's But so, it's hard yeah. because you're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. We have to be vulnerable in order to let that happen. Right. My good friend Brian McKenzie is running for county clerk. You know, it's a job he's always had. Mm-hmm. Brian's great. And, and, you know, and he's and his wife was telling me, she goes, I just hate asking for money. And I go, kind of like having a fundraiser in your honor. <laughs> right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so anyway, yeah, so they can relate to how I felt, you know, that But day. It's, it's all necessary and it's all good. It's all good. And it's wonderful when people have these events because we all want to support a cause mm-hmm. and we want to support people. And it's Well, what was wonderful about it, I mean, as Rick and I have talked about this experience, I'm like one of your questions that you gave me, you know, trying to get in my head some things. What experience has changed me more than anything? Mm-hmm. And that is Rick getting sick. Really? Not having children, not going to school, none of those things. It was Rick getting sick. And what it have you really learned? really changed me. Uh, well, I've learned I'm, uh, gosh, I'm kind of a badass. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome, John. <laughs> and uh, um, that sometimes we just tell ourselves we can't do things. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's not someone else telling us we can't. It's just us in our own head saying, you can't do this. And 
um, I used to say when people would say, oh my gosh, Jan, you're amazing. And I'm not real good at accepting compliments. And I would go, you know what? I'm not doing anything that anyone else wouldn't be doing given the same set of circumstances. And now I realize that's not true. It's true. I am, is... I am doing something that maybe somebody else wouldn't do. And, and I, I can recognize it now uh-huh. and, and be proud of it. And I think that's a great life lesson. Oh. And that it's okay. And it's, it's okay. okay well, for you to be even, proud of yourself. Even at 60, I'm 64 now. Even at 64, I'm learning so much about myself and, and things I, that I didn't know about myself. And um, I think sometimes as moms, we kind of take a back seat sometimes. True. And, I agree. Um, and Rick and I were talking about this just today. Um, he goes, you don't take a back seat anymore. Really? And That's he, so he neat. says, you don't. He goes, but you did. He goes, mm-hmm. you took a back seat. But um, neither one of us, even the thought of losing him, um, neither one of us would give back what we've learned. Really? Mm-mm. And what do you think? What has he learned as uh, you're talking? Well, he's learned I'm a badass. Yeah, good, <laughs> good. And he respects that and, so yeah, much, yeah. I bet. And, and he's learned that um, no amount of education is going to save you. Oh, that's really good. And it, that's a good lesson, too. And uh, and that it's okay to be dependent on yeah. someone else. That's the hardest thing to do, isn't it? It is so hard. And so he's hard. learned that. And, and he's a great, I mean, he never complains about how he feels or, so or anything. And, and he is sick almost every day. Is he still? Yeah. He, has, he, he started to get a migraine on June 6th, three years ago, and it has really never left. Oh, that would be and such so he's a done challenge. the Botox in the head, and I did ask him when they were doing that if I could sit kind of close, <laughs> and maybe they could miss, poke <laughs> <Right. laughs> me a couple times. Yeah, just yeah. right, right, right around here, maybe. <laughs> and um, and he's doing the injections in his stomach, and really, I mean, his neurologist has a headache clinic. I mean, really? so that is what she does, and it still and we still have not found relief for the Gosh. headache. And you're still grateful for the things that you've learned. Still and so grateful is he. for the things we've learned. That is and and, and it's so nice to know. Um, I mean, I think I'd kind of forgotten that I could take care of myself. There's something to that. And, that resonates. It does. I can I can take care of myself. I'm okay. Yeah, and, absolutely. And so I, I had to laugh. We were, Rick and I were going over your questions, you know, and there was uh-huh. one that said, if you had a million dollars, what would you do? And uh, so I read that one and Rick goes, well, what would you do? And I said, oh, gosh. Well, obviously, I would invest something. Well, you know? yeah, that's a responsible yeah. answer. And I but... says, and then I think I would take $5,000 each month and fix somebody's teeth. I love that. That is beautiful. And Rick just started laughing. He goes, oh, my gosh, you would. <laughs> you would really do that. I would, I would love to do that because a smile is. It's true. It's everything. I mean, it's. And I see so many people. For whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I always think, gosh. I had lots of money. I'd fix your teeth. You know and what? So, I love that. Yeah. And it, you're right. And there's such confidence that comes. Oh, such confidence with feeling like you've got a pretty smile mm-hmm. and yes, being and able to share it. Yeah, not having go. You know, holding mm-hmm. your lips over your teeth that perhaps aren't there or something. And so, yeah, I fix people's teeth. That's really neat. <laughs> I think so. you're fantastic. Thank you for being here. Oh, I'm so happy. Jen, to you're be so here. fun to talk to. And so, it's uh, it's been a it's been an interesting ride. And I would do it all again. How long have you guys been together? Um, we, it will be um, 40 years in October. 40 years. It's our second marriage for both of us, but we'll be, it's 40 years 40 in years. October. That's incredible, yeah. 40 years. Actually, it's today 
is it today? No, it was June. Excuse me. I was going to say 41 years ago he proposed. Oh, did he? But it's oh. June 29th. Oh, okay. <laughs> a couple a couple weeks. Yeah, a couple more weeks. Well, so. it's neat to see that you're still learning about yourself. Mm-hmm. About myself. And about each other. Mm-hmm. And that the respect continues to grow. Oh, so think- much, so much respect. Um, Yeah. I mean, just neat. I look at him and how he has handled this illness and um, and we realize how fortunate we are when because he's connected with lots of people with pancreatitis, maybe not necessarily necrotizing, okay. but acute pancreatitis, which is really awful too. And we realize how um, how blessed we are in the journey that we've had. There hasn't been six months steady in a hospital and different things like that. And uh, um, It's neat to be able to look back yeah, and see the blessings. See so many blessings. Because and, I bet in the middle of this trial, you were just... yeah. And so there's a lot of uncertainty. Can I tell just a real quick yes, story? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, the week of the of the fundraiser, mm-hmm. um, that was the week that Blue broke down. And I told Rick, I says, if you're going to buy something, you need to do it before the fundraiser. <laughs> I don't want people thinking <laughs> that you right? <laughs> we bought the truck with that. <laughs> That's um, funny. And uh, anyway, I went to Walgreens in the morning. Um, it was Thursday morning, and. There was a, a gal standing outside to get Rick a medication. And there was a girl standing outside Walgreens. And um, she was just standing there in the shade. And she was 20-something. And so I smiled at her as I went in. And she smiled back at me. And as I came back out, um, I smiled at her again. And she stopped me and asked me if I had a quarter. Oh, okay. And, and when I saw her teeth, speaking of teeth, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, I bet there's been some some addiction issues, hopefully in your past, mm, is what I was thinking. And um, and so I said to her, I go, are you hungry? And she goes, yeah. And I go, well, what sounds good to eat? And Aww. she goes, taco time. I go, well, then let's take you to taco time. I go, that's much better than a quarter. That is. <laughs> and so I says, hop in my car. So sweet. I remember the look on her face when I said, <laughs> hop in my car. And I said, I'm really harmless. I, <laughs> I go, but that's probably what a killer would say too. <laughs> right. So, um, so we went to taco time and I bought her lunch and dinner. I've got her something that she could heat up for dinner and bought her lunch. And she told me that, um, she was going to the DATC getting her CNA. Oh, okay. And she was just waiting for the library to open so she could go study. And, um, and so I, you know, I told her how wonderful that was, you know, and that I was proud of her. (laughs) And, uh, um, so I go home and I, um, tell Rick the story Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, and I just was glad I could help her and helped her a lot more doing that than giving her a quarter. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, and I will admit that when she asked me, I immediately, I belong to the predominant religion, but I immediately thought, when you do it unto the least of mine, and I thought, gosh, I would never think anyone was the least of mine. That sounds kind of it sounds kind, kind of, of judgy and <laughs> presumptuous. Yeah, like it? I'm better than you, mm-hmm. and I'm certainly not. And um, and I remember that was in my in my brain while I'm telling her to get in the car. I'm going, well, that's a horrible thing to think, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And what I learned that week, because that was on Thursday, and the fundraiser was on Saturday. Oh, okay. That's neat. I became the person standing outside Walgreens. <laughs> That's really neat. And people bought me lunch. 
oh, by a tank. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> and and so when I think about the experience, to me that one that one experience. I think when I talk about Rick, see our experience, him being sick, um, that one always stands out to me. That's beautiful. Um, because here I thought I was helping her. Uh huh. <laughs> And she was helping me. And you were, and she was helping you to, I, I, that's beautiful. And, and how often in Kaysville do we have somebody asking for a quarter? It's true. At this point, I'm not even sure if she was real. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and so, and along that same line, um, I knew there's something I say, I mean, every morning when I say my prayers in the truck as I, re- as I roll out, well, <laughs> before I roll out, um, the last thing I always say is angels on board I don't... because they have been on board and, uh, and I knew they were there, <laughs> and, but I didn't want to tell anybody because you know how sometimes when you share something <laughs> like that, right. it changes it and then it never happens again. Yes, You've yes. ruined it for life. And, yes. yeah. and so... I have a friend, and, and she's a bit of a hippie, but then so am I, so we work well together. And she came to Bountiful to work with me one night that first year, first summer Rick was sick. And she worked in the driveway with me, or for me, when I uh, was busy doing photography. Anyway, um, she goes to step in the door. I always say the back door of the trailer, but there's only one door. <laughs> it's so. in the back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, she steps in and just steps in, and, and I'm standing at the grill chopping meat. And she goes, oh, my gosh, tell me you can feel them. Oh, that gives me chills. And, I, and I'm sitting there debating in my head, do I admit it? Is it am I going to ruin it? Oh, no, what do I do? They don't want me to lie. I know that. <laughs> and, uh, and I said, I mean, my trailer angels? And she goes, yeah. Oh. She goes, it's so crowded in here, Jan. And I said, oh, my gosh, I know. I go, aren't they fantastic? That is incredible. Said, they are I... amazing. And um, and they they stayed even after I admitted it. <laughs> and <laughs> it so didn't I, scare them off. And so I tell Rick you know, sometimes, because I go by myself a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's a, I mean, I'm, as long as I take my Adderall, I can flip into <laughs> robot mode. <laughs> you and, are And I, I can awesome. just go. I'm a machine. And um, and Rick Rick hates it when I go by myself. And I said, Tell him, I go, even when I'm by myself, I'm not alone. You're not alone. They are in there. And and they're helping you yeah, every step I don't the know way. why they drew the short straw <laughs> and got stuck with being in the trailer. You're, you're, you're fun. That's why they probably <laughs> and, left the yes, whole time. So, so those, are, those are two experiences that really stand out. And, That's uh, really incredible. Um, I don't know how religious I can get. As much as you want. Um, but I have always known, always known my Father in Heaven loves me. Yeah. Um, but maybe felt a little lost in the crowd. Mm-hmm. People can relate to that. I can. Yeah, I'm no longer lost. Well, that is awesome. He knows me. And you know him. And we have a pretty good relationship. <laughs> and he's, he's cool. He wears sandals. Come on. <laughs> right. Sandals and a toad yeah, or something. Yeah, I mean, come on. Long robe. <laughs> Aren't we going to be shocked when we get there we, and he's dressed completely? <laughs> I think it's, it'll just be so neat to be able to get there and just give him a big hug. Yeah. And tell him thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, and another thing is sometimes you don't even know. I have a friend who has a gay son, and she said, I didn't know the blessings that I needed 
Right. And then I received these blessings because of him. Oh, I love and, how and that's that said. And that's how I feel about the truck and the trailer and Rick getting sick. I didn't even know I was in need. Until? Until. You guys need to write a book. This is beautiful. <laughs> I've thought about it. It really I've, is. I've thought about it's it. Beautiful. I, I, I already know it would be called Angels on Board. Absolutely. So, that would yeah. be the perfect title. Okay, I'll do it. Okay, do I it. I promise I'll do All it. All right, do because it. Because it has been. This is. Yeah. An incredible journey. Yeah, it has been an incredible journey. And I love that you're in your 60s and you're still learning. You know, I know it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, so many of you us. You kind of really think, think you're done. Right. And I, I'll be honest, I kind of thought I was done. What could I, what else? Exactly. Know? What else is there what for else? me? Well, throw it at me. Come on. Yeah, you I'm know? ready. And and then you realize you, you, oh, yeah. you have no idea how many no blessings idea. and experiences mm-hmm. are still that you That you really need to experience. And. And so, again, um, when they told me Rick was dying, um, I was alone when the doctors told me. And I didn't know they had told Rick. Oh, they already told him separately. They already told him. We never said a word to each other. Really? (laughs) We never told each other. That you each knew? (laughs) (laughs) We never did. It was the day he got his staples out after surgery. He goes, I think it might be safe to tell you something now. And I says, Something they told you July second, and he goes, he goes, yeah. And I go, yeah. They told me too, and we both just started to laugh. Oh, that neither one of us. I hadn't told anybody. I figured enough people were thinking it anyway. You didn't need I to say it out loud. I certainly didn't need to. Yeah, and I would rather have them praying for recovery than praying for a peaceful passing. Uh, absolutely right. <laughs> and absolutely. So, and I go, why didn't you tell me? And he goes, yeah, your plate was so full. He goes, can you imagine if I had, you know, but. That's kind of, it, That's to me, neat. it kind of sums up our relationship. It really does. Um, that we never told each other. Well, optimism oh, and yeah. faith and protectiveness. Mm-hmm. And humor. And oh, just my gosh. Humor. Humor. That's what gets you through it, doesn't the humor it? humor gets you through it. And so. It absolutely does. Yeah. So anyway, well, thanks for having me. Well, I would love to learn more. So do write your <laughs> do book. Do write my book. I can't wait. <laughs> It'll be okay. great. Thanks, Pam. Thank you, Jan. Thank you.